0: And today's inspiration and advice come from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Tough times won't last, but tough people will. I really love the two stories I'm going to share with you today because they show the power of sharing food to bring people together. And maybe they will even give you an idea for how you can share some holiday cheer with friends or neighbors. So, in our new book about tough times, we have a bunch of pandemic stories including some about the silver linings that people found during the pandemic shutdown. Cynthia Briggs wrote one such story for us, telling us that she was always a baker of pies, but that during the pandemic, she tried something new, sweet dough pies, a recipe she got from a distant cousin who was from New Orleans. One day, Cynthia made two strawberry rhubarb pies instead of one, having followed a recipe for two sweet dough pie crusts by accident. She and her husband, Ed, wondered what to do with the second pie. He suggested they give the extra pie to their neighbors, Sue and Scott. They had lived next door to them for five years, but really only said hello in the driveway. Cynthia says, I decided Ed might have a point. Sharing my home-cooked creations with our neighbors could be a ray of sunshine for both families finding a sweet or savory surprise on the doorstep would perk up anyone's day. She texted Sue and asked if she would be comfortable having Cynthia leave a pie on her doorstep. This was during the early days of the pandemic when we still thought the virus might spread in all kinds of ways that it turned out not to. Sue texted back that they'd love to try the homemade pie and that it would be a bright spot in their long days. A few days later, Sue returned the favor, dropping off currant cookies for Cynthia and Ed. That led Cynthia to leave 12 bean sausage soup for Sue and Scott, who then reciprocated with freshly made piping hot biscuits. The two couples finished out 2020 swapping their family favorites, an exchange that went well into the Christmas season. As they were sharing food, The two wives learned that their backgrounds were similar, both from farming communities. Cynthia says, in essence, I have the virus to thank for a friendship that might not have otherwise happened. For me, the virus reminded me of the importance of sharing our bounty with others. Food is indeed a subtle yet powerful connection that I took for granted until the virus kept us from the joy of sharing a meal with those we care about and love the most. Who would have thought? Darcy Daniels has another story about sharing food during the pandemic, and hers starts with starter, sourdough starter, that is. Darcy had been frustrated by how hard it was to buy bread early in the pandemic. You remember that time, right? Well, she wanted to bake, but she couldn't get flour either unless she bought an industrial-sized 50-pound bag. So she did, and that started her on the path To being one of the millions of new sourdough bread bakers during the pandemic. I know all about that because I was one of them too early in the pandemic and I still have my starter bubbling away and I'm still baking bread. After Darcy finally got her starter reliably bubbling, she decided that Friday would be her baking day after she finished her job teaching online lessons. After a few weeks, she could reliably make two loaves of bread to carry her family through the next week. Then they had a freak storm, and the neighborhood lost a lot of trees, and a tree landed on a neighbor's car. It was Friday, so Darcy made an extra batch of bread and left it on that neighbor's doorstep. Then she thought about all the other people in her community who could use a pick-me-up of fresh bread. There was a neighbor who had lost her job. There was a family that just had twins. And there was a friend who was working really hard as a counselor. And just like that, the so-called bread bandits were born. Every Thursday night, Darcy and her family would sit down and think about who was really struggling that week. They would choose two people to deliver bread to the next day. Darcy would bake four loaves of bread so that they had two to give away. Then they would drive to their lucky recipient's homes, ring the doorbell, drop the bread on the front step, and run. And the bread would come with a little note that said, we hope you enjoy the fresh-baked bread. Love the bread bandits. They did it every week for months. Darcy says, before I knew it, we had to buy another 50-pound bag of flour. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you'd like to learn more about chicken soup for the soul, tough times won't last, but tough people will go to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. You'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Amazon. If you want to read stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and get a free story in your email inbox every day. There will be lots of stories from this book in the coming weeks. Just head to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the newsletter sign up option. You can also follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. Come back for our next episode for a couple of stories from the same book, These Stories About Healing and Moving Forward After Losing Someone, a topic that can be really helpful during the holidays.